and hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. Not sure what episode this is because uh, we're a year, uh, a week away from our one-year anniversary being on the Podbean Network. So it's pretty exciting that we've 99% of the time kept it consistent. Had an episode every week. Now we're up to two episodes a week with shoulders coming on. Thursdays and Fridays and or Fridays. Um, me doing this little fight show type episodes, which is pretty cool. Kind of, I've kind of taken it on a little bit uh, more serious, and, and especially with the live tweeting with the UFC fight nights or the bare knuckle boxing, which we're a little bit about, about a month and a half away. Can't, can't wait for that. I just saw on Twitter... That uh, they will be announcing the rest of the fight card uh, soon. Speaking of Twitter, head over there. You can find me, my personal one, at Jimbo ST Sports. You can find the show at ST Sports Podcast. Head over to Shoulders. Follow him. He is Shoulders underscore Bro. May change it. May not. Never know. He's he's like a girl sometimes. But uh, kind of a slow. Uh, oh, and also head over to our YouTube channel there too. We have a. Uh, most of our past episodes are on there too. Um, I believe there's only like maybe five or six that I couldn't upload to the the channel. So unfortunately, you won't be able to get those on YouTube just yet. I'm still looking to try and figure that out. But like I started to say, that was a little bit of a, a slow fight week this past week, as far as news goes. Um, the one thing I was surprised about was. Not necessarily that Brock Lesnar retired, but just everybody was kind of like, "Yeah, okay," you know. Like I thought, I thought maybe there might have been a little bit more of hoop, you know, hoopla or whatever you want to call it um, about him retiring. And UFC, and now I think it was a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, you know, I, I came on and I said that they were talking about doing a Brock Lesnar Daniel Cormier fight for August and sounded like they were working pretty close to it um, Brock Lesnar lost the belt uh, in WWF so kind of set it up a little bit that he, maybe he could step away from WWE for a couple months to you know take this fight um, when Cromier defeated um, Miocek back in July Lesnar was there came in you know, push Cromier a little bit. They had a little pushing, shoving, you know, trying to sell the fight. And then this past Tuesday, Brock Lesnar called Dana Way and said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm retired. Um, but I did see a story yesterday. Now, I, I don't know how um, accurate it is because it's uh, coming from Dave Meltzer, um, our good buddy King, who's a, a wrestling fan. I meant to text him and see what his feelings were about this but supposedly UFC re redid their pay-per-view uh, point system I guess if you want to call it that where the fighters of the main event co-main event would get pay-per-view points which would decipher how much of the pay-per-views uh, cut you would get now, supposedly UFC has redid that pay-per-view uh, point system where 
if Brock Lesnar would have took this fight, he actually would have lost a lot more money than what um, he normally would bring in for UFC. UFC would obviously make buku dollars off of a Brock Lesnar uh, main event pay-per-view fight. So to try to offset the, the loss there, Brock Lesnar and his agent asked for a flat rate, which UFC deemed way too high. And I'm curious how much it was, but nothing came out yet. And that's why, most likely why Brock called Dana White, uh, White up and said, you know, uh, I'm retired. Which, I'm kind of glad. Um, I liked Brock Lesnar when he came in. You know, maybe it was because of the whole wrestling feeling around him. You know, liking him in WWE and stuff like that. But if he would have came back to fight Cromier... He's 41 now. He still has to serve at least a few more months of um, his suspension for getting popped for steroids. Hasn't fought, what, since 2016, I think it was, when he fought Mark Hunt, which caused the, the steroid uh, test to be positive. You know, so he's going to be rusty. He could be training, you know, every day all he wants, but getting in that ring is totally, totally different than training every day. And to get in there with a fighter like Cromier, with the wrestling he has, which it would be a good wrestling match between him and Lesnar if he got down to the ground. But this guy just knocked out, knocked out Miocic, which is one of the the better strikers in the heavyweight division i think it would have just been a very very bad ending to lesnar not saying he was in a hall of famer which he probably will because he's a big name he brought a lot of pay-per-view uh, buys to ufc brought a lot of wrestling fans to the ufc who probably stuck around who didn't watch ufc before lesnar came but as far as record, I, I think he's like five and three, you know, something like that. Um, granted, he did defend the heavyweight belt twice before losing it to Cain Velasquez. But that's the thing with that heavyweight division, though. No one really holds on to it very long. And like for example, like Miocic, I think he defended it two or three times before he lost it to Cormier. Um, before that, Junior Dos Santos, Cain Velasquez, like, no one really went on a, I don't even want to say a John Jones, uh, defense streak, but no one actually, I don't even think I can remember the last time a heavyweight champ went more than three defenses before losing it. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that this fight isn't going to happen. But with that being said, Dana White did say they are moving closer to a Cormier-Miocic rematch. Um, I think he, I think Miocic deserves it. Um, I know a lot of fans out there don't believe so because, one, Cormier knocked him out. And a lot of people don't like automatic rematches, which I'm one of them. But... Like I just said, he defended it twice. It wasn't like he won it and then just lost it to Cormier. It wasn't like he got mauled in that um, that fight between Cormier. It's just that Cormier set up that punch nicely and got it through, knocked him out. 
and you know in the first round and and won the belt now going into this next and I, actually i think yesterday i saw they, they may have actually uh verbally agreed to the match too because i know miochek's been clamoring for a rematch for since the the loss now this time around i'm curious to see what the outcome is going to be will it be you know, Cronier losing it, or is Miocic going to get knocked out again? Because, like I said, even though it was a first-round knockout, it was it was setting up to be a good fight. You know, it's not like a, a Derek Lewis, um, uh, that one fight that he was in, that only, they only landed like five punches the whole fight. So I'm, I'm curious to see if they... Um, have like a, another outcome or will it go to a distance this time around now last weekend uh, we also had some UFC fights which is pretty much seems like it's every week uh, a fight is on there on uh, ESPN plus which oh kind of like circling back to the Lesnar thing um, that was the reason why that the numbers were offset because ESPN Plus is the sole survivor um, so, um, provider, sorry, of all UFC pay-per-views. Where before ESPN Plus, yeah, you could get on Roku, you could get on, you know, Directv, and not just get singled out, basically. So that that's why the pay-per-view buys would be low for Lesnar because not many fans are subscribing to ESPN Plus just for UFC. So, like I started to say, uh, last weekend there was UFC fights. It was uh, Renato Sueza versus Jack Hermanson. Um, Once again, I kind of forget who I took. Some of these guys I remember who I took. Two of the fights I picked to be fight of the nights, and the one actually turned out to be a pretty damn good fight, and that was the that was the Mike per, uh, Mike Perry and Alex Oliveira. Um, that was a very entertaining fight. Uh, Mike Perry won. I don't like him. He he rubs me the wrong way, but I'll give him credit. It was a good fight. It was a hell of a fight. Cowboy. You know, he hung in there, and he lost by unanimous decision. Um, at one point, they didn't show it on TV, but he actually dislocated his one toe. Round got over, and they, they popped it back into place. I mean, these guys are tough. I mean, I stub my toe. I, I fall down like Peter Griffin and, and, and roll up on a ball. But the, the fight started off with Roosevelt Roberts against Thomas Gilford. Um, I think I actually tuned in late because I believe I came in as this fight was getting over. So I didn't get to see this fight, but, uh, Roberts defeated Gifford by decision. Um, from the way the commentators were talking, it sounded like it was a, a one-sided fight. Uh, pretty much all the judges scored a 30 to 27, um, all three judges. 
Then after that was my first potential fight of the night, Corey Sanigan versus John Lineker. Now, I, I remember I took John Lineker because I've seen him a few times, and he's, he's just an animal. His This one, I was surprised. Um, it went to a split decision. The first two rounds, Sanhagen just was destroying Lineker. And all Lineker seemed like he was trying to do was set up that uh, overhand left. You know, he would do a jab and then just throw it. Like, not really try to set it up good enough. And when the third round started, you could see a different Lineker. He was, he was pushing. He, he just knew he needed a knockout to win this fight. He's pushing. He was doing shots to the body. He was, he was doing different things to set up that left hand. And, and it caught a couple times. And I'll, I'll tell you what, this Corey kid, he, uh, he gained a lot of respect for me because... He has a chin. I mean, there was two or three solid hard le overhand lefts that Lineker threw and connected. But in the end, um, Lineker didn't do enough. It was a split decision. Two of the judges scored a 29-28, where one scored a 28-29. I'm just wondering now, you know, Lineker has been around for a while. I'm not saying he should retire, but... You know, maybe is is Father Time finally catching up to him? Where all these young bucks are quicker, know how to defend, maybe watches uh, film a little bit better than the guys back in the day did for that that would face Lineker. So his uh, Lineker's next fight will be an interesting tell to see where he's at in his career. I think, um, but. Hats off to both. It was still a good fight. It wasn't like a, a total, total blowout. Um, Sanhagen definitely, I thought he should have got the unanimous decision, but split decision I could see. Corey Sanhagen defeats John Lineker. After that, it was a light heavyweight bout with Glover Teixeira defeats Ian Kutabala by submission. Um... I remember, I think I went against Glover because he just hasn't been that great as of late. Um, like I just said about Lineker, about the father of time. Looked like father of time came up to, to share a, a few fights ago. Um, but he, he ended up pulling out the win in the second round. I believe he, he caught... Eon and knocked him down. You know, wrestled him a little bit. Finally, you know, slipped the the forearm underneath the chin and got the choke. And um, I believe it was yeah, it was it was Teixeira. Once the fight got over, they did a, a post fight if, uh, interview, and Eon wasn't the original opponent for Teixeira. And Tashira actually asked for the, the guy that got hurt or whatever that had dropped out that they, you know, could they run that match. So we'll see how that turns out for him. He still thinks he could win a title, which I don't know if he has enough time. Um, he's, he's definitely older. 
I think he's two or three wins away from maybe even being considered a top contender, a number one contender. I like the guy. He's very respectful towards the sport. He's respectful towards the fighters. But it's just it's just one of those timing things. I think that door for him closed. But time will tell. We'll see what will happen with him. And then after that fight, like I said, it was Mike Perry against Alex Cowboy Oliveira. Um, very entertaining fight. It just Mike Perry definitely had every um, answer for anything that Cowboy did to him. Uh, whether it was jabs on the ground, there was a couple times that he snuck out when Cowboy got you know close to a submission or, or, or whatnot. Um, went all three rounds. It was a unanimous decision. All 29, 28. Um, and after that, unfortunately, I was pissed off about this. Greg Hardy defeated Dmitry Smolviov uh, in the first round. Um, as all of us pretty much know, Greg Hardy played in the NFL, had a lot of issues off the field with domestic disputes. Um, believe he's he's still technically suspended uh, because of it and he was in the co-main event defeated Dimitri with some punches but it, it wasn't even a good fight like you got this Greg Hardy as a co-main event guy going up against a guy that looked like he the way he fought should have been on the prelims you know, and Dana White, it, it keeps propping this, you know, Greg Hardy up and trying to build him up to not necessarily be the next Conor McGregor or, or whatnot. But just to show you how retarded this guy is, Greg Hardy, after the fight or the next day in an interview, he said he's the Michael Jordan of MMA. You haven't fought anybody yet. What like you you won two fights on Dana White's contender, you got disqualified for illegal elbows on a prelim card or, or was the first fight on the main card, and then you go up against this guy that looks like was just selling hot dogs on the side of the road. So of course you're gonna run through this guy, and I, I'm not putting Dimitri down because again he could probably kick my ass, but if you're a co-main event. You should have a, a big name or a B-list fighter going up against Greg Hardy. And I'm glad Derek Lewis actually uh, called Greg Hardy out. I would love to see that fight. The one thing I will give Greg Hardy um, credit for is he does have speed, like his agility. So that may cancel out Derek Lewis's power. But I would have rather see now. I know I just said I'm glad the Brock Lesnar Daniel Cormier fight is not going to happen. I'd rather see Lesnar fight Greg Hardy. Both guys are very agile. I think Brock has more power in his hands. And the one thing Greg Hardy has yet to face is a very good wrestler. This Dimitri supposedly was a good wrestler. 
I think he saw. I saw him t try to take him down once, and it was weak. But if you put like a Brock Lesnar, or I would even like to see Curse Blades go up against Greg Hardy. Let's see how good Greg Hardy is. Yes, he has power. He knocks out people. But these are all these kind. Of, these guys are kind of like the um, what was it? The the Bronx. Uh, Brawler from you know the 1980s, 1990s WWF. They're all jobbers. They're all lower class type guys. You know, throw some big names out there. See how Gray Hardy does with the lights. Doesn't get disqualified for illegal elbows. Maybe I'm just biased because I don't like the guy with everything he has done in his past. But that's my feelings about that. Then came the, the main event, Jack Hermanson versus Ronaldo Sueza. Pretty sure I went with Jack because every time Sueza gets close enough to a title match, he unfortunately chokes and has to go back on a 2-3 fight win streak just to get back to title contention. And sure enough... Hermanson wins by decision, unanimous. Um, and that's the thing too is Hermanson took this fight on just a couple weeks' notice, so maybe that played into the win a little bit because Swayze was planning for someone else. But he just looked Swayze looked just looked out like flat-footed, um, didn't know what to do. Hermanson. He, I'm definitely starting to like him. I, I may start following him. He's starting to be a a new fighter of mine. He shows a, a lot of grit, a lot of heart. Um, definitely has some some strength behind his punches. And it was still a good fight. You know, went five rounds. By the the fifth round, both fighters were pretty tired. But compared to the past couple. Um, UFC fight nights. This one, grade wise, I would probably give it a, a B minus. I mean, it was good. You know, the Mike Perry Cowboy fight was the best one out of all of them, I believe. Um, Tashira surprised me, like I, I said. The the Hermanson Swayze fight I thought could have been better, but. It was still okay. Greg Hardy, whatever, screw him. And so this this coming weekend, we have one of my favorite fighters going up against one of my favorite fighters that I follow on Twitter with the show, um, which again you can follow at ST Sports Podcast. It's UFC Fight Night: La Quinta versus Cowboy, Donald Cerrone. And looking at the, the card, it actually don't look that bad. Um, like I said, you have La Quinta versus Cowboy. You got Derek Brunson versus Elias Theodoro. Cub Swanson's on it. Walt Harris is on You know, so there's four, th you know, three or four out of the six fights that could be pretty good fights. So to... To get my fight picks for this uh, this coming 
fight night that you can find on ESPN Plus, only there because they're greedy assholes, and I wish I had a little bit of that money. <laughs> but to start off the main card, we have the middleweight fight: Mark Andre Barlut versus Andrew Sanchez. Um, I like Andrew Sanchez in this fight. Think he's a little, a little bit uh, quicker. I think if he gets down to the, the ground, he may be able to land some hard, serious punches. Maybe get a doctor, uh, not doctor stoppage, a, a ref stoppage there with punches. So I'm going to go with Sanchez for the opening fight. Then after that, we have a heavyweight fight between Walt Harris versus Sergey Spivak. I'm going to go with uh, Sergey. Um... Just because, just that name alone makes me hurt a little bit. I could probably feel his punches from here. But with this heavyweight fight, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see how this one works out. Uh, I think it was Joe Rogan, a couple um, pay-per-views, fight nights ago, made the comment that you're only one or maybe two knockouts away from a title contention. So... I think Sergey will make that step closer by dropping Walt Harris and getting the, the KO and win this fight. Next fight after that is a bantamweight, and I, I love the bantamweight division. I, those little guys are just so quick and, and just nonstop pace. We have Brad Cantona, ooh, Katona versus... Man, I'm really going to butcher this guy's name. I'm sorry, but Marab Valishville. Um, I'm going to go with Brad Katana just because I, I'll be honest, I haven't heard either of those names. I'm just starting to get back into UFC, um, you know, watching the fights and everything. But like I said, I love this fight. Uh, the division, it's very fast, entertaining. I, I hope Dana White keeps both the Bantamweight and Featherweight division around and not get rid of it and you know think there's maybe too many belts out there because i just don't think there is it's not like boxing after that the uh, bantamweight uh, bout we have a featherweight bout between cub swanson and sean i'm sorry shane burgos cub swanson's another one i like he was he always struck me like a uh michael bisping i i know they come from the i think kind of from the same um fight camp Cubs got some serious hands his chin used to be good not too sure lately it might be one of those um, you know the old saying once you get knocked out once it's a lot easier to get knocked out again so I won't be surprised if Shane catches him but I, I think Cub pulls out the win here and maybe takes another step closer to possibly getting in, uh, considered in the uh, title contender race there. Then after that, we have a middleweight fight between Derek Brunson and Elias Theodoro. Again, Derek Brunson. I'm going to go with him. Um, I haven't seen him fight in a while. You know, again, because I kind of stepped away from UFC for a little bit there. But I've, I've always liked him, um, except for the Connor fight. Connor called that one out and just destroyed him. Uh, but since then, it just seems like, you know, he wins. So 
Hopefully he pulls off this win. Um, and we'll see what kind of fight comes after that if he does pull out a win. Then the main event, Ala Quinta versus Don Cerrone. This could be a good fight. Um, I really haven't seen any trash talk between the two, but they're both very good uh, sellers for a fight, if you want to call it that. Uh, I'm going to go with Donald Cerrone. I've always liked him. You know, his leg kicks are just freaking nasty. I like the story of how he always travels to the fights in a Winnebago. He just seems like a, you know, a guy that you see at your local bar. You can sit down and have a three-hour conversation with. Aliquinta, he strikes me as a uh, nose-up-in-the-air type, suits-type guy, you know. And I have no problem with him. Like I said, I I like him. I just think Donald pulls out this win here. Because um, I think, actually, Donald may have lost his last fight. And it's kind of funny how this fight came about. For If you guys remember... Probably about a month ago, I, I was talking about it. Um, they were trying to set up the Donald fight with Conor McGregor for July. And I believe the International Fight Week out in Vegas. And Conor supposedly kept ducking him and ducking him. So Donald finally said, you know, I'm done. I moved on from that fight. He doesn't want to fight Conor at all. Al Quinta stepped up, said, I'll fight you. And a couple weeks later, the fight got signed. And here we are. So there's my picks for this week. Um, that's it. That's going to probably be it for this week. Because like I said, it was a little bit of a slow fight week. Nothing really big. I'm hoping this next week we get some announcements for Bare Knuckle as far as fights go. I'm hopefully also going to be live tweeting uh, the UFC fights on Saturday. I think it's over in the U.S. this week. So it'll be a, a late night one. Um, so if you guys are on and you want to follow me or interact with my picks, head over to ST Sports Podcast. That's where I'll be live tweeting. Also, if you uh, follow my personal one, uh, Jimbo ST Sports, when I write my articles for BellyUpSports.com, they go there first, and then I'll I'll retweet it and the, I'll retweet it with the show. Also, head over to, to Shoulders, who will be back tomorrow. Uh, with us, we have a lot to talk about. The draft and the Tyreek Hill thing going on, among other things. Um, follow him at shoulders underscore bro. Okay, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Tune in just in case one doesn't work. You can always go over to one of those other ones to download us. Head over to YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. I think that's all the advertisements I got. This is your good friend Jimbo. Signing out.